Hello and welcome into the Rock for Him podcast. I got to tell you, this is going to be an exciting show for us tonight. And if you happen to be watching on our Facebook Live and you want to send in a question, just go ahead and put it in the comments and we will answer it right here live on the air. Gotta tell you, since we've started this, this has been awesome. Like, I've had so much fun doing these live Facebook uh, podcasts. Hang on one second here. All right. Still there? Yep, we're here. Okay. Sorry, it looked like it cut out for a second. But anyways, uh, joining me today, first up is my good friend, my brother in Christ. Mr. Jeremy Brown. Jeremy, what's going on, brother? I'm excited. This is my favorite day of the week. <laughs> Man, I love Mondays. Uh, next up, the guest of honor from the band Spoken, Matt Bard. Yeah, how do you say it? I've heard all. Um, I've heard every <laughs> pronunciation. It's, it's Baird. Baird. Ah. Yeah. And Jeremy told me that, and I knew I was going to say it wrong anyways. I always do. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, people, they, it doesn't matter if I tell them five seconds later, they call me something else. So it, it's fine. Try having a last name like Bukowski. I have heard many different variations. <laughs> yeah. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about the band? Um. My name is Matt Baird. I have been in a band for 28 years. Uh, the band is called Spoken. And uh, yeah, I can't believe I get to play music. I can't believe every day when I wake up, I can't believe I get to play music. Um, I'm, I'm in a band with some really, really cool guys, really funny guys. Uh, musicians that are far better than I will ever hope to be or dream to be. And so, um, yeah, that's. I'm married to Tiffany. Uh, we've been married for 21 years. We have three kids: Jackson, Hudson, and Vivian. And uh, yeah, I can't believe God allows me to do what I, I get to do. Mm. That's awesome. So, um, where are you guys from? Well, the band started in Northwest Arkansas in 1996, but. Um, you know, within, probably, I would say, within five years after we started touring, we started marrying people in other states. And so there's not there's not a person at all from the band currently that lives in Northwest Arkansas anymore. So I live in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, two of the guys, Dylan and JR, live in Phoenix, Arizona. And then Jared lives in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. So getting together to tour is fun, for sure. <laughs> it's a lot of driving and a lot of flying so hey real quick i am going to restart our live stream because it just kicked us off facebook <laughs> so we can keep talking i'm just gonna just letting you guys know what's going on okay well yeah we we haven't lived in the same state in probably i mean at least 22 years something like that so we've been scattered and I mean, the thing is, there's a lot of bands that none of them live in the same state anymore. Like everyone is just, they're scattered and 
So in order to be able to remain in a band when it comes to writing music, that can be a challenge, but yet, you know, the capabilities that people have to record stuff, even with their cell phone and record an idea to send to other people, it works out really good, but yeah. it just, it's just a juggle when, when we have shows, we're not able to just do like one-off shows. It doesn't make sense for us. Um, you know, so we, we try to, to route shows together and at least go out for three or four shows at a time. Um, Cause if we can't, we just, we're just, we're like losing money, leaving our house. And that doesn't, doesn't really help a lot. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one thing that we always ask all of our guests is your testimony and how you came to know Christ. Would you mind sharing yours? Yeah. Um, I used to think that skateboarding is what I would do with my life. And so starting 12 years old, um, I got a skateboard, but I also got an acoustic guitar that my dad brought home from a garage sale that he bought on the way home from work. And so I didn't like the way, I didn't like the way um, the strings felt on my fingers. So I immediately was like, nah, I don't think so with guitars. So I kept skateboarding, which I mean, I got hurt a whole lot worse skateboarding every day than I would just playing guitar. But skateboarding is what, you know, I really, I really thought I wanted to do. And so Jeff, who is one of the founding members of Spoken, he and I grew up together and that's, that's all we did. Like we would skateboard constantly. Um, anyway, one day I was skateboarding outside a church in Lowell, Arkansas. It was across the street from where um, I lived. And I got uh, a kid asked if he could see my board and he did a trick that I was learning at the time and invited me into this building where they're, you know, they're having something called a potluck dinner. And so I went in, I experienced my first potluck dinner. It changed my whole life. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, I, I, I went to church for about a month, uh, every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday evening for youth group and realized that I wanted to know who Jesus was. I wanted to know who this Jesus was that they talked about. And um, that they, they said, once you know that Jesus loves you and has a plan for your life. And that, that's, I was all in. And so I didn't know music was going to be part of that plan. I, I was fully convinced it would be skateboarding. Mm. So 19 years old, out of high school and still skateboarding and unsure of what I was supposed to be doing and taking community college classes and doing really poorly at those. Um, and it was just, you know, we felt like God was like, hey, why don't you start a band and tell people the same thing that you were told five years ago that Jesus loves you, you know, and, and he has a plan for your life. And so we've been able to use music to do that um, for, you know, 28 years now. Mm. That's awesome. That is really awesome. I got to tell you, uh, Spoken was one of the first bands that I had heard about when I became a Christian. Shortly after I was saved, I started a different podcast, and we had one band on, and it was Righteous Vendetta, and you guys have played with them, and yep. uh, we have a mutual friend, Isaiah Perez, Yeah, and I remember he went to play with you guys, and I had reached out to him trying to get you guys on the show. I was like, Isaiah, bro, hook me up. Come on, get him on the show. Never heard back from him. 
but still we have that connection like you guys are one of the first bands that i i heard as a as a christian as a newly saved christian so thank you for your music yeah absolutely thank you that's a cool story yeah um yeah we we have a long history with righteous vendetta and i I, I wish they were still touring i wish they were still yeah i wish we could still go on tour with them and laugh at them constantly i mean great band but hilarious guys oh they used to stay at my house every time they were in michigan like yeah it, uh, my neighbors knew that if their van pulled up don't call the cops they're just they're not <laughs> there to rob the place they're just there to hang out so yeah yeah great guys but back to you though jeremy so one of the things that that i love about you and your music is it's so transparent um like who do you draw your inspiration from musically lyrically i mean musically it's all over the board um i'm i'm quite the channel surfer when i'm driving because i I drive a lot like i drive very long distances for shows you know and so um once i'm kind of over any kind of podcast thing where it's like podcasts are kind of hit and miss with me because sometimes I'm, I'm really, I'm really like in tune with it. And other times it just starts to become numbing. I don't know why. Um, but it's the same with, with music. Like sometimes I'll, I'll always go to like eighties. I'll go to the eighties rock and roll. I'll go to hair bands. Um, but I also enjoy country music. I enjoy pop. Um, my, my children, they really love Christian rap. And so, um, I've heard a whole lot of that recently and I have a whole new respect, you know, for that. I mean, because for years and years when it came to Christian rap, it was literally, it was DC talk. Like I was, and I love DC talk. I still do. I listen to them on the road often. Um, but for a long time, it was, that was Christian rap to me, you know, and, and early on it was, you know, artists like T-Bone and we were on a label that had K2S on there um rod laver which would fall into rap i mean it was rap rock or whatever but um you know i i try to draw inspiration from lyrics from all aspects of life you know conversations that i have with people um a lot of times it's it's conversations i have with my wife because she's just a lot smarter than i am and (laughs) she she's able to um I mean, I think also like when it comes to verbalizing stuff, I think she's better at it than I am. You know, um, I write lyrics about frustration, about being confused. Um, a lot of it's stuff that most people want to ask Jesus and they're not sure how to put it in words or they feel like they can't ask God that. Where it's like, what are you talking about? He knows everything. He already knows what you're feeling. He already knows what you're thinking. He knows every element of your being. Um but I mean, musically, it's it's kind of all across the board. Lyrically, it's with any opportunity that I have to write something about, um, you know, life situations. But I really, I really like. Sometimes I'll I'll listen to the radio and I'll have it down at a really low volume where you can't really tell what song is on. But yet, at moments you'll hear a certain you'll hear a melody or what you think you're hearing. And so then I'll just, I'll make a voice memo of it. I'm like, well, that's a cool melody. Like that could be cool. I mean, I remember one time driving through Kentucky. I've been driving forever. So I was probably a little bit delirious as well. But like it was at two in the morning, I was listening to Living Sacrifice 
And there was a phrase that I thought I heard, you know, Bruce say in the lyrics. Uh, I checked it out. I made sure that was back when we had like a Walkman disc player plugged in through, you know, with a cassette player adapter. Yeah. Um, I, I listened to it again. It wasn't at all what he said, but it's what I thought he said. And so I just, I jotted it down. I wrote it in the Atlas actually. It was back when we would tour and have a paper Atlas. Um, and so I wrote it in there and ended up being in a song later on. So I think, it, I think inspiration can come from anything everywhere. Mm. That's why I love doing this show, getting to hear stories like that. You thought you heard a lyric, you were inspired by yeah. it. It wasn't the lyric. Yeah. So you wrote it down. You're like, it's mine now. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I'm so glad it wasn't. I'm so glad it wasn't what you know Bruce said in the lyrics because then I'm I got to use it so, right. But I remember yeah. it was a phrase. I wrote it down. And it was like, "Why do we open our eyes and sleep?" I think it's in a song of ours called "A Question Alone," maybe something like that. It's from years ago. I don't know. Mm. Mm, I like that. So first off, uh, you're right. The women are way much smarter than us, so we should always pay attention to what they're saying. So. Babe, if you're yep. watching, I understand. <laughs> and second, when you're out on the road, <laughs> when you're out on the road and you're touring and you're playing all these shows, how do you stay connected with God? What what is that thing that you do that just keeps you grounded and connected? Um, I mean, I I spent a whole lot of time talking to him because uh, life is confusing. People are confusing. Um being being in the middle of an 18 hour drive you know you're halfway there and you're like are you serious what am i doing this is my life this is what i'm driving 18 hours to play an acoustic show and then turn around and drive home you know so during those time frames you do spend a lot of time talking to god about it um i also believe that he he speaks to me pretty loudly in sunrise and sunset and i see a lot of those sometimes i see sunrise and sunset in the same day on the same drive you know um, I love his creation. I love scenery, rivers, streams, fields. I like, I'm, I'm great with wildlife too, if it's in the middle of the day and it's not waiting to try to cross the road in front of me, you know, um, I'm great with that. I find myself uh, listening to a lot of worship music on the road. Um, I seek out sermons, like older sermons, often on YouTube to listen to while driving. Sometimes it's podcast. Um, it's a... It's just trying to have conversations with people that understand, you know, whether that be with my wife or with, you know, different pastors or youth pastors on the road. A lot of times it's conversations with guys in bands. Um, a lot of times it's conversations with promoters that have done shows for us and they just kind of keep up. They're like, hey, thinking about you. How you doing? What's going on? Because that's that's a big part of the phone calls that I have on the road, you know, are, are people kind of checking in, seeing what's going on. We have our uh, first comment from someone listening. It's Jermaine Nixon. Jermaine, brother, how's it going? First, he says, uh, those are some wild concepts, but totally worth it when you think of it at the end. It's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, when you're out on the road and you're just seeing God's glory, how could you not be in tune with him? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's easy to get frustrated for sure with stuff. And, you know, you have a conversation with someone who they have no tact whatsoever. And you're like, I cannot believe that person just said that. And that could 
it has happened so many times, you know, um, and it, and it could be Christians. It could be non-Christians. It could be pastors. It could be whatever. It's like, sometimes they open their mouth and there's no filter. Yep. They just say something. You're like, what in the world? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there, there are conversations you kind of have to try to just let roll off, you know, and don't think too much into it. But I don't know. I mean, people that come to shows and they talk about songs and how it's affected them and how it's encouraged them, you know, or the same story with what you're saying is like one of the first Christian bands that we, you know, started listening to when we came to know Jesus, like that's a big deal. Like I, I remember, I remember who I started listening to and it was Petra. It was blood good. It was white cross, white heart. It was Stephen Curtis Chapman, Michael W. Smith, Brian Duncan, you know, it was all of these different artists of, of different genres. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the very first Christian band I listened to was Righteous Vendetta. It was, I became a Christian and all I grew up with, with my family that was Christian was listening to like Caleb and to me, that was almost like a Jesus is my boyfriend type of music. It's all carry me, Jesus, hold my hand, Jesus. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I don't know if I can listen to this music every day. And then the show I had started was called Genesis to John the Revelator. On iTunes, I see their song, John the Revelator. And I listen to it and I'm like, these guys are Christian and the lyrics are straight up like gospel driven. And then that just started my passion for, you know, Christian metal. I was like, thank you, Lord. And then I discovered bands like Spoken, like Skillet, like Tricord, like, you know, all these bands that they have music with a message. And that's what is so important nowadays. Yeah. So on top of... um... On top of spoken, you're also a, a worship leader. Like, you only have the one worship CD out, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keeper of My Heart is the only actual CD that's recorded and out. Um, but yeah, I uh, I travel a lot as an acoustic artist, um, doing guest worship at churches. Uh, I mean, with the acoustic situation, I can kind of play anywhere. You know, play bars, churches, wineries, breweries living rooms, backyards, a lot of um, like recovery events that it, it fits in well, just doing acoustic. Um, I love it. I, re- I really love it because people, people often ask like, do I like, do I like doing spoken better or, you know, acoustic stuff? And I mean, the answer is I, I love both. I, I love both. They're so different. Um, but my wife made a great point. Um a few years ago, she, she was like, people wouldn't have a clue who you are with you doing anything acoustic or worship if it wasn't for spoken, because that most of them know you because of spoken. And so um, I think the cool thing is now is like, because I've toured so much as an acoustic artist that I can kind of be the guinea pig when it comes to playing places. Like you have these people that they really want to start doing shows, but they're not sure how to host a show and have a full band and deal with everything to do with promotion and staging and and sound requirements and lights and all this stuff. I'm like, well, cool. I'll just come play. I can play anywhere. I can play in a lobby. I can play in your living room. I can play in a parking lot. 
I can be the guinea pig and kind of introduce people to what, you know, we could do. And then we'll go from there. And that's been really, really cool because um, a lot of shows that Spoken has played in the past couple of years has been because I've done an acoustic show in that town. And they're like, oh, cool, it could work. And I mean, it gives people an opportunity to to meet me and see that I'm I'm not completely insane. That way they're not like, oh, there's four <laughs> insane guys rolling up, you know? Uh, so I want to talk to you a little bit about your worship music what is your favorite worship song to play what is that one song that you're just like if i play nothing else tonight i need to play this and it just gets you in that in that spiritual you know worshiping god yeah i mean the answer to that will always be someone else's song um it would be i mean currently i would say i would say playing gratitude by brandon lake is probably Mm. um it just, it's a huge song. People know it. The lyrics are great. Every, every detail about it. And people are familiar. They're familiar with that song. And I think it also ties in pretty good where the fact that when I tell people how grateful I am that I can still play music and that anyone comes to shows, whether it be a spoken show or a Matt Baird acoustic show or them agreeing to have me come and do guest worship, whatever, like, it's it's amazing that anyone returns phone calls, text messages, anything to be like, yeah, we'd love to have you. That's still every time that that happens, I'm like, that is so cool. That is so it's that doesn't get old. That's not something that that's never annoying, you know. Um, and so, like, that's what I do. A lot of my drives are me calling churches or coffee shops or asking people like, hey, you, would you know anyone that might be interested in hosting a show or? um or maybe an event that has room for some tunes you know like it it could be anything um and so i'm always i'm always grateful when when people say yes you know or they return a call even if they're like hey we'd love to have you sometime it's not the right time but someday um and so i think gratitude probably but then again i I love phil wickham's stuff i he writes great songs he has a great voice uh, I love, I love like the, I do a hymns medley where it's like, it's just hymns of like, these are songs that I first heard when I first started going to a Baptist church in Lowell, Arkansas. And like, I didn't realize how much I loved hymns until I started touring, you know, and mm-hmm. I missed them and they definitely stand the test of time. I was going to say, when you said earlier that uh, the church you went to had a potluck and that's what drew you in i was gonna say it has to be a baptist church because yeah. we we love us some potlucks <laughs> yes, yeah. <we> do. Yes. <laughs> yeah i talk about potlucks a lot so i'm all about I, them i love hey. food so. right one of so, these days we will have you here i know we tried getting you here uh, not too long ago and it just didn't work out but we're still working on it, and we will have you guys up here. One and where time. are you at? You're in Michigan? Yeah, yeah. we're up near Flint. Flint. Okay. Well, let's keep trying, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying. We're trying to build a, a a scene up here. It's it's slow going, but... It's getting there. Yep, it is. Um, so, I'm going to steal one of Jason's questions. <laughs> if there is... <laughs> If there was an artist who showed up at your door and said, put everything in in the van or, or the bus, you're coming with us, 
and you can't say no to it, who would that be and why? Um, Christian band, non-Christian band, it doesn't matter. Either one, either one. I mean, I think there's a lot of them, you know, I can just mention, I can mention some, I don't, how about more than one? I don't think there's one that doesn't exist. That's not real. <laughs> That's not real at all. Um, I mean, I would love it if Thrice showed up at my door and like, hey, let's go, because I'd love to see Thrice at least once in my life because I haven't got to see them. Um, 30 Seconds to Mars would be great. Like, I would love to I would love to see Jared Leto attempt to sing those notes every night because I know how hard those are. You know, I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool. Um, uh, I would love to go out with Living Sacrifice again. I'd love to go out with Stavesacre again. Um, I would love to go out with Sent by Ravens again. That would be amazing. Um, Apparently you're naming off everyone that's watching's favorites. They're all, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Absolutely, um, you're running down my list. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's just a lot. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of bands that you know, we've played with over the years that we really enjoyed being on tour with. Like, I mean, they were just, one, we learned a lot from them, you know. Um, Disciple is the first band that ever took us on any amount of shows together. Like, we had a tour that basically completely canceled. And they're like, we had never heard of them, didn't know who they were. Um, but that was back three-piece days, you know. And... They're like, well, what do you, where do you go after this? I'm like, I don't know. We have like a week off. So we're probably just going to hang out. I was like, why don't you go with us? And so we did. We went with them. We played two shows in Pennsylvania, two show, shows in Maryland. And that was the first actual tour with another band that we went on. You know, um, obviously going out with Demon Hunter was one of the best tours we ever went on. But on that, also Zayo was on it. And that was incredible. August Burns Red opened that tour um that was in 2006 obviously things are different with august burns red now um people would just literally fall over dead to be able to play a show with them but um yeah just there's a lot and of course i'm on the spot so it, it makes it hard to <laughs> right. that's what we do we like to keep it interesting and put you on the spot yeah well, I, I I can tell you the last time that I saw you guys play, you opened for um, Red on the Gone Tour. So it was you guys, Disciple, and Random Hero all, all opening for Red. And it was at the shelter in Det in uh, Detroit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That yeah. was a that was a killer show. I mean, you guys blew blew me away. I mean, I'd seen Disciple a few times before that, and, you know, they always put on a good show and got to meet the guys uh, in Random Hero. And then, you know, Red's Red's among one of my favorite bands. So, it, you know, anytime they've ever been to Michigan, I, I don't miss a show. Yeah. So, that was a long time ago. You said that was the last time you saw us? That was the last time I saw Spoken Live, yep. That's crazy. That was... And I'm still waiting to see Spoken Live, so you got to come here to <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's crazy too. 
It is crazy. That's really crazy. Um, and when we need to talk more about it, we need to talk more about the the possibility of spoken playing up there. Like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure. Do you guys have a space? Do you have a spot? That, a that was a problem we ran into with this time. Uh, is we we had a spot and kind of fell through, and then we were like uh, scrambling to try and find another location. Everyone well, kept telling us there's not enough time. The, the place that we had been booking concerts at um, closed up shop, went out of business right before Christmas. So that took that took our our space away. So we are we are currently uh, looking for new a new venue. Um, we have a lot of uh, feelers out there, including um, the machine shop, which I know you. I, I know you had to have heard of the machine shop. I've heard think, of it. I've seen hats all over the place. We've never played it, but I think I think you guys would be amazing for the machine shop if, if we yeah. can get that show together. Expect a phone call because that'd be cool. That would be you are one of the one of the bands that immediately came to mind when I heard you know we had an option of possibly getting in the machine shop. I'm like spoken. Got to get these guys up here. Yeah, that'd be great. So we got a comment here from Jermaine. He said, I'm also still waiting to see Spoken Live. I've been a fan since 2014. Through It All was the song that got me hooked. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. And, so we, and... we, we've talked a lot about, you know, who would you want to go on tour with? Who was, like, your favorite band to go on tour with? Who was just one that you just love? Like, every time they ask you, you're like, Yes. I, I just, um, I, you can go. I don't know what you're going to say, but you can go ahead and say it. I was just going to say, you know, who's that favorite band to play with? Like, you're just like, oh, my boys are calling me and they're going to have me on tour with them. And then where's your favorite place to play? Um, favorite, I mean, normally we're bugging other people about going on tour you know we're bugging them so it's like when they're like hey they're calling um i mean we it, it's always great touring with seven day slumber i mean they they're just incredibly nice people like they they travel with amazing sound and lights and they make bands look bigger than they are they make bands sound better than they sound um but i um i don't know I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, other than that, I mean, I, we love going out with them. Like they always take care of us. It's always, the shows are great. Um, but it's the same with Disciple. I mean, anytime we tour with them, um, it's just, we've, we've done so few like actual tours recently, like since COVID happened, it's all, you know, we just play with a few people here and there, you know, but I used to really love touring with Kings Down. They're a band from Little Rock. Loved going on tour with them. Um, you know, currently, or recently or whatever, I would say Chaotic Resemblance because they're just, they're so nice. They're so nice. And they there's, there's no um, trying to decipher what are they about at all. I love that. The reason I'm chuckling here is because... Uh... You may or may not know that we have a couple members of another band on, and they said uh, 
Cough, cough, and it'd be cool to see you guys tour with Tricord. Cough, cough. So, oh. <laughs> yes, we're trying to play with them. I'm pretty sure in Georgia. I think, uh, unless I'm confused on the band, I can't see. I only see who's talking. Like, yeah, um, yeah. That's why so I keep I, looking to the side because I've got it over here on my side screen. I'm watching uh, people comment. Yeah. You know, it's like if touring was if touring was more, um, if we could actually tour more often, like with bands, like because one of the things that's missing so much is is newer bands or bands that we have never met or, or maybe bands that have always wanted to tour they never had the opportunity. Local bands, there's such a shortage in local bands to be able to add to shows, um, but I just I miss that because there used to be five bands in every city trying to jump on every show, you know, and we were that, we, we were doing that too. We're like, Hey, could we play? Could we play? Because that's where that's, that's how I met my wife is us trying to play at Frank's house of rock in Des Moines, Iowa over and over and over again. Cause we'd be trying, we'd be driving through and, you know, we're like, well, they always do shows. Maybe we could show up anyway. Um, probably the fifth or sixth time we played there is when I finally met my wife there. Like she did all the booking for the bands that I just never met her. I didn't know. Nice. Nice. So, so with the question that's like your favorite place to play, it would have been Frank's house of rock in Des Moines, Iowa, but it's been gone for over two decades. So. I think we've had a couple other bands mention that same place. If I remember yeah. back, like it, some it, of it, our it, earlier episodes. It's truly amazing. And the legacy that was left by it, it people talk about it all the time all the time because i'll have i have people that have no idea you know that we ever played there or my history with it and they're like did you guys ever play it's in des moines iowa it's called frank's house of rock i'm like yeah yeah we played there a lot nice so i also wanted to say congratulations on getting signed to uh brian head welch's crossover records i mean that's that's huge and i, I can only assume that your connection is because of JR, right? Yeah. Um, well, because of when we toured with Brian back when it was right, it was on one of JR's first tours ever with Brian. And that's when we met JR, um, 15 year old JR, you know, on the road with Brian. Um, and so that was, that was that. And then later on we had JR come fill in with us. He filled in on a Norma Jean tour. That'd be a band I'd love to go out with again. Cause that was, Every show is incredible. And I just love that band. I think they're great. Um, but we uh, we met JR on that tour. Well, we took JR on that tour with us. And then um, he joined Islander and he was with Islander for a while. And during that time, I stayed in contact with him. And so when he left Islander, I'm like, dude, why don't you just come tour with us as long as you want? And so he did. And he came out and joined the band. And then we had kind of because with Love and Death, they're trying to figure out another record. And so JR and I would talk about Love and Death record all the time. And I'm like, I hope you never finish a record because if you do, you guys will go on tour, you'll be gone. He's like, no, man, no, man, never leaving. I'm never leaving. Um, <laughs> so that's when we, you know, kind of, it was more, I was able to be around Brian a little more, um, but it's still nerve wracking being around him because he is Brian from Corn. Oh. You know, I I, I I can only imagine it's really hard. Um, and, and I tell him that I'm like, it's so weird to be in the room with you. 
He's like, stop being nice. I'm like, I'm, I'm saying it's hard. <laughs> um, but, you know, JR and I, we, we had mentioned it to Brian a while ago about starting a label. And he's like, no, nah, no. And, you know, it ended up happening and kind of crazy. It's really crazy because 14 year old me, you know, would have never imagined anything to do with Brian ever. And so, again, I say it all the time. God's plan is way different than what mine is and what I think mine's going to be. His plan's always better. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I hung out with Brian a few weeks ago out in Bakersfield for a bit. Um, I'll actually, I'm going to see him tomorrow. And uh, just, yeah, we'll just see how all this goes. And it's it's really exciting. It really is. If you happen to drop our podcast name and say, hey, there's these two dorks that would love to talk to you, we wouldn't be mad at it. <laughs> I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> but we would honestly be remiss if we didn't uh, talk to you about your new music you guys got coming out. Like, I think you guys just released two new songs and you got more coming out, I think I seen. Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah, so Reflection came out first. So that's the name of the record. It was the first single. Um, but yeah, uh, Reflection um, and then Anymore with Brian on it. We have a song coming out with Ryan Clark from Demon Hunter. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's another music video coming out with another single after that. And that'll be when the record comes out, March 15th. So March 15th. All right. So for those watching... Yep. March 15th, pay attention. It's going to be here soon. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm ready for Me the album. Right now. Yeah, like it's been a long process. Um, I tracked vocals on it uh, a year ago. So it's time for it to, you know, be out. And, that, you know, I have to say this about the record. I can, I can say this because it had nothing to do with this part of it. But the music, the music of the new record is crazy. Like it is, I don't it's kind of unbelievable. Cause I was like, wouldn't it be cool to be able to get in a room together and jam like a real band? Cause we don't live near each other. We never have time on the road to do it. And so the guys did, they got together in a room together in New York and they just wrote songs and they sent me the music and I wrote vocals to it. And then I went to New York to record vocals. Um, our drummer, Jared, he, 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 he engineered and produced the record. And then JR and Jared got together with the mixing process of the record. Dylan, our guitar player, shot the music videos for it. Like he did all the album artwork for it. Um, it's crazy. So I had the least amount of anything to do with anything. So <laughs> I can the music is killer, you know, because I didn't write anything. I didn't write any music. Well, it's funny that you say you didn't have anything to do with it because uh, a comment that you just got was uh, one thing that you definitely have going for you, Matt, is your great diligence and incredible work ethic. Mm. And uh, Jermaine says, the two singles that are out so far are absolutely lit. This album is going to smack. <laughs> so, Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of it covers a lot of ground on the record. I mean, it's 14 songs. So it's like, nice. It, so much of the reason it's 14 songs is because of how effective the guys were in the same room together, writing music. Like they just kept writing songs. I mean, there are songs that are not on the record that I thought were going to be on the record. Um, and so I, there's still stuff that's not, you know, technically released that maybe we could do something with later on. Mm, nice. 
Awesome. Well, I mean, just from the comments, I hope you can see that your music is truly connecting with people. Like they are digging it. These these new songs are awesome. We love it. Um, and Thank we you. just appreciate we appreciate you guys so much, and we appreciate you just tremendously. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to even care about talking about anything. You know, like it's it's hard for me because podcast and zoom stuff and live streams like it is so not what i'm about like it is so hard for me to do this right now um so i have to tell you thank you for uh pursuing and kind of staying on top of me to have me do it because i understand that people like it they enjoy it i enjoy watching stuff but i normally like watching vocal fail videos and stuff like that so <laughs> Well, the reason, honestly, that we do this show is because we want people to learn about you. They can listen to your music. They can love your music. But it gets more in-depth when they get to hear about how you came to know Christ, how you come up with your songs. They just want to know you. And that's what we're trying to show, and especially for people out there that are like, oh, Christian rock and metal's the devil. No, listen to what these guys are saying. We want them to see your heart. That's why we do this. We don't do it yeah. to glorify us. We're trying to glorify God, and we're also trying to do it so they can see your heart. Yeah, so well, I appreciate it. I do. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Well, unfortunately, though, we are quickly running out of time. So one thing that we always do for each and every one of our guests is we ask you, what can we be praying for you and for the band for? Um, our schedule coming up is crazy. It is, um, I have a ton of acoustic things that are booked. Spoken will be out with the, you know what, a, a band that I should have mentioned earlier too, is like the protest. Um, because they're some of the nicest human beings on earth. They fall into the category with chaotic resemblance, where it's like they're just, they're so nice. Some, something's uh, something's wrong. They're so nice. Um, but we're going out with the protest for a while. We're going out with Disciple again. Um, and there's a lot of travel involved with, uh, you know, getting to those tours, on those tours, between those tours. So prayer for safety, prayer that God would provide all of our needs uh, while we're gone, that he would take care of our families while we're gone. Um, safety. You know, and for the people that come to shows, that they can come and they can leave encouraged. All right. Nice. And before we get into prayer, if you could leave the Rock for Him listeners with one thing, what would you want them to know about you and about Spoken? Um, we know that we can't do this forever. Um, I personally know that any moment that that I have as a gift from, from Jesus. That's it. Whether it be at home, on the road, playing with spoken, driving down the road, whatever it is, it is a gift. And I know that it could uh, be gone tomorrow. I could wake up tomorrow and not be able to speak, not be able to sing, um, not be able to see how to drive any of that. And, you know, it could be, uh, every day could be the last, you know, it could be, it could be it. And so I would say, um, don't take your days for granted. Be grateful. Know that things can be hard. They will be hard. It's not supposed to be easy. 
but be encouraged that God knows and um, uh, he wants what's best for you. And he wants, uh, he wants you to know that he cares for you mm. I love and that it. he's enough. Love it. There. Thank you for that. And I mean, we appreciate you honestly. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, close this out for prayer. Unless Jeremy, you got anything else? No, I'm good. All right. So thank you. Guys. Great and heavenly father. Thank you so much for, bringing Matt to us today and just giving us this short amount of time to get to know him, get to know his heart. Lord, I ask that you watch over him and the rest of the band. Lord, just give them some peace and comfort as they prepare to, to go into this busy season, uh, touring with the protest, with Disciple, with Matt's acoustic tour. Lord, just please give him peace, comfort, and give him the rest that he needs just to continue on. Lord, I ask that uh, you keep them all safe. Put that hedge of protection around them. Watch over their families while, while they're out on the road. Lord, just uh, give the band members peace that they know that their families are loved and cared for. Lord, I ask that you uh, provide for them. We know how expensive travel can be right now. So just provide for them in only the way that you could. And again, we thank you so much for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die with us, die for us on the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. All right, brother. I just want to thank you once again. Like, this is awesome. For a guy like me getting to talk to you, like, you know how you said you were with, with Head? That's the way I am with when we have bands on. I'm like, hee you guys that I get to listen to, I'm now getting to talk to you. Like, this is the coolest cool. thing ever for me. So well, thank you again. Yep. Jeremy, brother, you know how awesome yep. this is. Favorite time of the week. It is. It is. For those of you, you know, that are that are watching and listening, I just want to remind you all, you're going to rock. Rock for him. What were you going to say, Matt? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was saying thank you. That's it. Oh. If you like what you saw today, hit the subscribe and like button down below and don't forget to share it to all your friends. Also, leave us a comment down below. If you're going to rock, rock for him. <laughs>